Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. And uh, welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of Mindful Living. Today, you can find us on Facebook at The Mindful Couple, and we have a great Facebook group at Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. And we're on Instagram, but nothing ever gets posted. Uh, Welcome. Uh, Glad you're with us today. We are going to continue down our path of talking about from trigger to tranquil. It's been very, very powerful for us. You know, even with all of the the tools that we have developed over the years, this book has just been transformative to our relationship, realizing that we we both get triggered and uh, it's something just to be aware of because it sets you down a path of reactions and co-reactions and all kinds of things that are just difficult to get out of if you don't realize it. Once you realize it, then there are effective things that you can do to just get out of it. But it's the realization first that... Everybody gets triggered, and, yeah. and this is the way I get triggered. And, and there's this nothing is what wrong with getting like. triggered. It's just a part of being who you are. And, and, that and human... we talked earlier, it's, it's just how humans have evolved. You're going to be triggered. Right. And today we would like to continue. This is our third episode on uh, From Trigger on to Tranquil. topic. And we're going to talk about... Which, let me inter- yes, inter- please, just please. The book is by Susan Campbell. Yes. We talked to Susan last week, and it's pretty cool. She's yes. very, very approachable, and we you know, had some questions about the book, and she helped answer them for us. So today we're going to talk about... Co-triggering, right, and trigger repair. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about first. We've, we've alluded to co-triggering a little bit, yep. but but what happens particularly among married couples, couple, people who have been together for a long time? Okay, is that your trigger reactions tend to? It's like it's like dynamite all set together. When you're yeah. triggered, I'm triggered. Yeah. And oftentimes those triggers are antagonistic to each other. Yes. Yes. So. And and I'd like to clarify Please. before we go any further. Um, co-triggering can happen with. Anybody you're having a relationship oh, with. Oh, absolutely. Especially, t- I think, teens, to me. <laughs> Parents and kids. Parents and kids, yeah. but especially teens. You've had enough time to develop that relationship, and uh, that, that definitely lays some groundwork for co-triggering. And, and as you recall, triggering often begins in early childhood. Yes. And so the yes. triggering isn't necessarily about your spouse. Right. Oh, very but, usually but, not. But the trigger happens because, like, for, for example, if I, if I speak in a loud voice to you, it's going to trigger the fact that your father used to yell at you, and, and you're right. going to withdraw, with, you're going to withdraw, and you're going to be afraid, even though you know I may be just excited about right. what I'm talking about. Right. And then, as an example of co-triggering, once I triggered you, and you're afraid, and I'm thinking, oh, what did I do wrong? Is, right. now I've got is, to fix does this. she hate me? Right. Is she going to leave right. me? Do I need to fix this? Et cetera, et cetera. And so right. I'm very, very frightened too. Right. And uh, the, right. The, the, we'll talk a little bit about some other co-triggering examples, but I, but I think. What she says in the book, I think, is really, really important. Really important is when when you're co-triggered, when your partner needs you most, is, you are not there for them because you're triggered too. Right. It's like right. I really need you help. You. I need you to help <laughs> me get untriggered, right. but you can't because I'm triggered, so I can't help you. <laughs> right, right. We're both at our worst at that point. And, uh, so you know, we talked about last time. Maybe you need to have that agreement to pause. Right. Recognize you're both co-triggered. Right. Recognize what your trigger signals are, so that you can like pause and walk away from each other. Right. And that's why with because co-triggering is almost inevitable. Oh yeah, you know Absolutely. when you're with somebody for a long time, particularly people that you have you know strong interest in maintaining a very good relationship. An intimate relationship. There, there's fear if it's going to 
that it might break apart, that it might right. not be as good as you want, etc. Right. So. And I think the more tenuous a relationship may be, the more likely you are to be to triggered. Be triggered. Absolutely. Because you're walking on eggshells, you're not sure why this relationship isn't working out frequently. And so then you're even more likely to be triggered or trigger the other person because you're already here, on eggshells. And here's a here, here was a great thing that she talked about in the book is if you all of a sudden you realize you're having the same argument that you've had like 500 times <laughs> before, before. And like, weren't we talking about pancakes? Right, you know? right, right. It's because that somewhere along the line that triggering has happened, the co-trigger has occurred, and now right. you're in this spiral that right. if it's not exactly the same topic, the feelings and the way you go about it is so familiar and right. it just gets so ingrained between right. in the relationship so, between a couple. So I think it's important to talk maybe at this point about things that might be triggers for people, mm. um, especially when it comes to relationships. Sure. Uh, one you alluded to was a fear of abandonment. Yeah, absolutely. So that that can be something where, you know, your parents didn't give you and you're this is not something that we're we're putting blame on parents. Oh, no. It's just it's just whatever no. it was at a time when you were... Well, you know, for example, I, I think my parents did a great job right, with me. Right, right. But for some reason, for me, I needed more support, more right. more touching, more hugging. Right. Which I thought they did plenty of, but in reality, I probably needed even more. But there right. was no way they could know, know that. that. Right. I didn't even know that. Right. Until all of a sudden right. I realized... I'm having these reactions and it probably wasn't as much as I needed, right. you know, as a little kid. So I'm having these trigger reactions that, you know, I can probably trace back to those kinds of situations. Right. So, so let's go back to your scenario. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you say something to me in a loud voice, which was not shouting right. for whatever reason you're using a loud voice and I shut down. So I'm triggered right. because I have this fear that something bad is going to happen. I'm going to get in trouble. And now I, I feel misunderstood. So I'm going to come at you even harder, even louder. Right. And like I'm going to pull back and that's going to make you feel abandoned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so from that, you can't have a rational, well thought out, no. a non-defensive conversation because you're both coming from this place of reaction and fear. So that's how kind of how co-triggering right. works. And it happens in, in any relationship, in the best relationships, in, in whatever. It, 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 because everybody gets triggered. Right. Because you're with somebody for a long time. time. Right. You're going to develop co-triggering Path, well, pathways. Path, and, right. and, yeah. and it's almost inevitable. And um, the, the thing that, that you, is important is to recognize, oh, I'm triggered. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm triggered. Now you're triggered. Right. And now I have that, oh, pause. Right. You need to go do the self-soothing. Right. What do I feel like? Take the deep breaths. <clears throat> come back. Then can can we talk about this topic? Right. You know, in a in a calm, rational way, with my best self. Right. Brought, brought and my to best this intention. Yeah. yeah. So we talked last. Uh, our last episode was about the pause. And so um, at this point, when we're talking about co-triggering, uh, it, it becomes important, like anything, to recognize you're triggered. So yeah. what does that feel like? If all of a sudden you're feeling like. You're, you know, your heart is racing, you're nervous, you're fearful, you want to shout at somebody, you want to hit somebody, I'm frozen, I want to run away, irrationally. I want yeah. to keep explaining. Um, those are indicators that you have been triggered. At that point, you need to stop. You just need to stop need to and say, either to yourself or to your partner, it's best to have a partner agreement when you do this. Absolutely. To, to let your partner know, okay, this is what I'm going to try to to change in our relationship and this is what it's yeah. going to look like. Have a, have a like a literal conversation about it. Oh, absolutely. All of a sudden, if I say, 
Pause. Pause. <laughs> I'm triggered. You're triggering me. You're gonna say WTF? Maybe. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? Right. Right. Probably won't work. Right. So um, I remember when I first broached this subject with you. That's what I did. And this has been years and years ago. I was like, okay, I learned something new. I'd like to try something new in our relationship. Mm. When this happens, I'm going to tell you I feel uncomfortable. Right. And we can work from there. So the important thing is to recognize that you are triggered. And then uh, agree, whatever words you're going to use, I need a pause, can we stop a minute, uh, quiet time, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, indicator words you need to do to indicate no matter how important this right. topic is right now, we have to stop talking. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. We have to stop and, talking. And then, as we said last week, the sooner you can recognize that you are being triggered or headed towards that, the quicker you can say pause. Right. The easier it is to calm yourself back down the more able you are to come back to the conversation. Right. And once you both recognize, oh, we're, we're triggered. No wonder I'm more angry than I right. than I should be. Right. Now I can talk about this topic, whether it was pancakes that right. I talked about earlier. Whatever. Or whatever. Like, oh, it was really the trigger that was making me crazy. Right. I need to come back, calm myself down, call the pause. And, and if you get used to doing this and you can do it quickly right. and, and head it off, you know, literally, you can just take a couple of breaths and come back, come back to the to conversation. It. Well, I find now you and I, when all of a sudden we're like, oh, we're triggered. We both laugh about yeah. it now because all of a sudden like, oh, my right. gosh, what are we well, doing? No I'm feeling like, again, you, you do feel a little bit out of control. So right. I use the term crazier. Right. Like, why am I just yeah, like, yeah. Well, there's no You're reason just, I should feel like this. Right, right. It feels definitely out of control. Yeah. Um, and so then at that point, once you've paused, once you say, you know, let's stop a minute, whatever your agreement word is to stop the conversation, um, at that point... The self, you just need to step back a minute right. and calm yourself down, which we call self, and she refers to as self-soothing. Right. And all that is, is a couple of breaths. And it might take me 10 minutes. It might take you 10 hours. Right. So, sure. you know, that that's one of those things with being co-triggered is when you have this discussion, how long does it take you to calm down once right. you feel this this desire to fight but to run say, away? The more you're able to do this, the more frequently you do this, the more you recognize you're being triggered. The, the less, less, time, the less it takes. time it's going to yes. take you. The first couple Absolutely. times it might take, sometimes it might take two days. Um, but you keep checking in. Okay. Okay. You know, I, I feel, right. I feel like I can have the conversation now. Do you? Mm-hmm. Um, and just keep, you know, keep checking Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah, Go ahead. It's going to happen. I was just going to segue into the next one. That's, that's fine. <laughs> so, so you're going to be co-triggered. You're going to be triggered. Now let's talk a little bit about repair. Right. What do you do after that? And I think, you know, what we've talked about, the fact that, you know, you just talked about, we we laugh. Right. The fact that we recognize that we're being triggered almost is the repair in of itself. And say, oh, time out, I'm triggered. Right, right. I don't even know. Right. And we don't necessarily have to go through some of the in-depth repair suggestions that she has in the book. Right. But what I love about the book is it's very, very specific. It's a script. scripted. That says, hey, when you said this, I felt I felt this. Right. In my body, it probably is due to this thing that I experienced long, long ago. Long ago. You know, I'm sorry. You know, if I had to do it over again, I would do something like right. this. And and I think all I really wanted to say is there are repair scripts in, the know, book. in this book, which is what I recommend. And the key thing is because it is a script, it's gonna because feel it really is very awkward. formulaic, right. it's going to feel like, oh, this feels pretty weird to yes. say it like yes. this. But I think like anything, the more you do it, the more comfortable you, you're and going you'll to create your own language. Create around your it. own script. You, you will. You know, you'll, you'll come to it's, the fact it's, that... it's guidelines. I think it has a lot of key things in it that you probably shouldn't skip. Yes, yes. Well, because I think a lot of people, our communication styles, if we if right. we are not taught 
correct communication styles as we're growing up, we don't even realize that when we're doing the repair, so we're supposed to be being kind I'm triggering of, you again. <laughs> right. We're like blaming you or we're saying like it the Like I was way. triggered because you're because an you're idiot. Because you're ass, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so, so that what, to me, reading the scripts help you understand how to take that triggering language right. yes. out of the conversation yes. so that you actually can move on you're, and you're not blaming. That's the whole thing with the repair is yes. you absolutely have to step back from the blaming thing. The, 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 you the, are not the triggered yeah. because someone did no, something No, the reality you. is you're triggered because, because of something of that happened long ago and, right. and it was probably something that you couldn't deal with as a child because right. you're virtually powerless right. as a right. child. And so it became very impactful on all, all of the networking in your brain. It was a very survival-related absolutely. Absolutely. happenstance. And now, even though that situation is long gone, you still get triggered right. because your brain thinks you're a powerless child. Right. And your so brain you, thinks you you're overreact to that. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and so you think somebody else triggered you, right. but it right. really is something. It could even be a smell or a sound or something right. that takes you back and all of a sudden like, ah! Right. You know, right. And so right. you, you really shouldn't blame the other person for triggering you. Right. Well, I know someone in our, when we did this as a book yeah. club, uh, one of our book club members is like, I can't, I can't give up. I can't own it all. You know, I can't right. own it all. I'm at a point that I can only do 50-50. Exactly. They're 50% responsible and I'm 50% responsible. But the reality is, you know, the things that we get upset with day to day that are triggering mm-hmm. in our relationships, I'm not really upset that you wanted pancakes. Like, that, no, that's exactly. not what I'm having the tantrum about. You know, what What I'm upset with is the fact that nobody ever asked me what I wanted right. as a child. You know, yes. those, and so and so all of a sudden you're in that same situation. I don't give, I don't no, care. No. I don't care. And in, in the context of repair, um, I wanted to go back a little bit yes, to the co-triggering because right. it's related to the repair. Susan talks about co-triggering light and co-triggering dark. Yes, yes. When you're co-triggered and it elicits a response that is, you know, shouting, right. punching the wall, you know, feelings of violence. Right, right. That is co-triggered dark. Dark. And that, that takes a lot of time to come back from. That takes Very some definitely. really serious repair right. to sort of fix those situations because that not only is from a trigger of childhood, right. but it also is, is super reinforced because of the... I'll, I'll, when I use the term violent, I don't necessarily mean physical violence, but, right. the, but it's, the, it's, the power. Right. It's of very that energy filled. Yeah. It is a very huge energy. I can't contain my energy. Yeah. And, kind and of when response. that happens with the relationship, and you're in that situation where you tend to have co-triggering dark, right? You know, you need to spend a lot of time using these repair scripts yes, yes. and really taking the time to make sure the timeout leads to full calmness. Right. If you feel yourself getting co-triggered again, stop. Step back. Right. And it takes right. a lot of effort if you have a pattern of co-triggered dark right. with each other. Right. Now, fortunately, we never had that. Right. Our co-trigger right. was always light. Um, there was a feeling of discomfort, right. those kinds of things. So that's much, much easier yes. to repair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Our, our, I think our, we tend to be more avoidance. Well, I think that <laughs> probably helped that we yeah, right. didn't get that. Right. We're, we're, we're not, we're not shouters at each other. We're not physically, you know, I don't throw things or you don't right. throw things. Um, so, you know, I think, I think it was easier for us, but at the same time, you know, I felt like we just, just having the words, having the script and then understanding, okay, after we had this experience, right. we need to go back and say, like, I'm sorry, yes. I'm sorry, this got out of hand. Right. That's all. You know, I'm, I'm sorry for my part of this getting right. out of hand. And I would really like to go back to this conversation. So along these lines of co-triggering and trigger repair, 
What is one thing that you'd like people to take away from this this episode? Use the scripts. You know, I, I, I just yeah. I just feel like most They're very people... powerful. And it makes sure that you hit everything and you're not blaming each other so that you can actually right. extricate yourself exactly. from this sort of pattern behavior. Yeah, because as soon as the blaming takes place, the co-triggering is going to yeah, happen Yeah, it's natural to do that. It, because absolutely. You, you do feel as though the other something person caused it. Something has something to because do. Because in reality, it's the trigger. You know? Right, right. <laughs> but they, it wasn't their fault. Right, exactly. I, I like that too. Like, use the scripts in the book. Yeah, get the and, book. Uh, use the scripts. Um, the book is available on Amazon. Um, the scripts are great. You can you can email Susan, Susan and she will to. respond. And to you, you say Brad and Lisa, Lisa sent me. me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She is, and she has a Facebook group yeah. too. So, um, and she actually has um open like uh, what's it called? Uh, she calls Zoom, them Zoom training. Salon. She calls salons. them salons. Okay. Um, she's out in California. Um, so she's on a different time zone than we are, but she has open salons that are free. that are just Zoom calls that people okay. can join in, and she puts them out on her well, Facebook group. Well, I'm glad you could join us this week. Um, I hope I you're enjoying this topic as it, much as we are. We really just important. loved this whole book and the whole concept. It really changed awesome. everything for us. So until next time, this, this has been, been Just One, one Thing. thing.